Sometimes you gotta stay in, in. Welcome to my house Baby, take control now We can't even slow everybody. This is Beat with All Matters Cairo Radio 97.3 FM In the great state Of Seattle We got another good show here A longtime sponsor Actually, uh, Blake and I have become good friends over the years. Uh, I think, Blake, you've been on our show for, shoot, about 10 years now or so. It's been been a long time. Yeah, since I was a child. I got I watched you grow up and get old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the wrinkles are all showing. Yeah, yeah. Well, Thank yeah, you. but you're, you're, you're a college boy now, so that's good. I was asking oh, no. about Eric, so your, your MBA is going well and all that? Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, Seattle U has put together a really, really cool program, and it's yeah. been – well, obviously educational, but it's been humbling too. I mean, there's there's a lot of time commitment that goes with yeah. being a student again. I thankfully my kids are now re- not remote schooling; they're on site. But trying to have my kids remote schooling while I'm remote schooling while trying to run a business, it was there are not enough hours in the day. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. You you know, you're married, you have kids, you got a family, you're working full time. And you're going to school, so big shout out! I, you said your your wife Crystal's going to to get her MBA as well. Yeah, also That's at Seattle <laughs> Both of you guys. <laughs> the, the hilarious thing is, we'll come home and and I'll say, "Hey, I really need you to watch the kids tonight and just kind of be on kid duty because I have a bunch of schoolwork to get done." She's like, "Yeah, me too." And I <laughs> my, my assignment's due tonight. When's your assignment due? I'm like, oh, in like a week. It's like, I win. You're watching the kids. Yeah. Right. <laughs> do you do do you and your wife ever look up from your books and go, "House has got a quiet. Where are those kids?" You ever ever had that happen? Oh man, it's uh, it definitely has happened. Uh, thankfully, nothing terrible has happened. Uh, uh, although <laughs> uh, I did have a burnt popcorn event happen literally yesterday, where. I was on a, a Zoom call with a bunch of classmates getting ready to like kind of finalize what we needed to do for a project. Yeah. And I'm just, what's that? What's that smell? Oh, crap. And like my seven year old was just trying to make popcorn on the stove by himself. <laughs> and my entire house, the rest of the day and the, you know, this morning, yeah. like smells like popcorn. Burnt popcorn smell. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, big shout out to Seattle University. That's my alma mater for engineering. Great school. Very, very good school in a lot of different subjects. And Albert School of Business is very, very good there. So you guys keep it up there. Um, Blake, by the way, Blake Garfield is from Bedrooms and More. I'm going to give you their uh, address. They're up there um, in the university area. I'll give you their phone number. Uh, Blake, your your store hours, you guys are, are you open seven days a week or six? I, I Seven days a week. Seven days a week. Okay. 363 days a year. Wow. Wow. And what's your, like, Monday through Friday or weekends, what's your hours? What- uh, 9.30 to 6, uh, except for a Sunday, we open 30 minutes later. 30 minutes later. Wow. They give you a little bit of a reprieve, right? <laughs> I've, I've actually started taking at least one day a week off. Um, you know, it ends up being consumed with coaching my kids' football games. Oh, cool. But- That's awesome. But I at least I'm taking a day off now, which is nice. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, you got to have some balance, especially with all the schooling, too. It's nice to spend some time with your boys. And, and how old are your boys now? Ten and seven. Wow. God, yeah. I was I was thinking of them in that, that uh, I don't know, 
six and three or so, but I've, I've seen them last when they were running around. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm an adult and I have children that are growing. It's yeah, super yeah. strange. Yeah, that's good stuff. Well, tell me, uh, so bedrooms and more. So what's what's going on? What's new there these days? Uh, well, you know, we're coming up on a holiday. You know, M yeah. Memorial Day weekend is always. Uh, you know, a, a big time for mattress stores and sales. And, you know, though we're not your traditional mattress store, um, the expectation is that you're going to run a sale. So there's a lot of work that goes into preparing for that, making sure that, you know, signage is right, that the messaging is good, that we're telling people that it's coming up. Um, and so, you know, you, you start your sale the week before the, you know, the holiday weekend and you run it through the holiday weekend. And, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun for us because you know, we're a value store to begin with, but like people recognize, Oh crap, like I can get this value and I get a discount. Like, so yeah. it drives a lot of store traffic. So we get, we get busy. You're um, pretty busy then. Around Memorial yeah. Day sale. yeah it, it's, it, we're very fortunate to have navigated the pandemic well. Yeah. Um, and so we've got, you know, great employees and, you know, yeah. it's, it's been great because they were all excited about, you know, getting vaccinated, making sure yeah. that like their work environment was safe. But that also means that we can communicate to customers. Yes, this is a very safe place to come and shop. And yeah, you, you got know, a lot of square footage between the two buildings, the two showrooms. There's a lot. To yeah, stay. we're like almost 30,000 square feet of total showroom. Wow. Like, oh, wow. you, you couldn't park enough cars to make our store feel full in Wallingford, even though we've got the two parking garages. It's still like. Yeah. It still feels really comfortable and spacious, which is That's nice. That's nice. So distancing is all good. <laughs> yeah, we this distancing's not not been an issue, and to this yeah. point, we're still requiring customers that come into the store to wear the mask. It, yeah. You know, yeah. we'll when when Inslee lifts that at the end of June, then we'll have to. Yeah. make a decision on whether we want to feel firm about like that's we're still going to well, that's your call even though Fauci said it's okay if you're vaccinated I know that a lot of businesses still require masks so I that's just want to make sure that everybody who comes into the store feels safe and comfortable and yeah. you know that that all of our employees feel safe and comfortable to this point we've managed to navigate a pandemic where of our 30 whatever almost 40 employees not a single person has gotten sick and I wow want to, that's I want awesome. to keep it that way yeah. um and that that takes a lot of effort. It does. It certainly does. Well, so, okay. So we got Memorial Day sale. What kind of promotions do you have that you talk about? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. Someone who's really good at marketing would know these things. Uh, <laughs> you've had your, you've had your, your nose stuck in a book. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a thing. Uh, like we, we, I think we do like on our mattresses and, and a bunch of our furniture things, we end up doing no tax. Some of the vendors... Okay run their own promos like stressless chairs they run you know their own special thing um okay. vice spring mattresses which is like our like our our really premium british brand that makes these beautiful tufted beds they do their own special sale where it's got you know if you buy certain mattresses you get the special topper in addition to the discount like it's okay. it's a pretty incredible thing it's what my parents choose to sleep on and then Different furniture brands will have different discounts, uh, okay. but well, we have them all on the website that tells. Yeah, so if you what, up at bedroomsandmore.com, you can just go look there and. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's a thing. People, it's a thing. <laughs> people get discounts. It's a holiday sale thing at Bedrooms right. and More. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Oh, well, you guys, you can go check them out. They're down there at, uh, and I would, you know, I was, I, 
I haven't been there with the pandemic, but I will get back once um, once we're we get back to normal here a little bit. But I always love going there. Uh, the new showroom is just incredible. In fact, what I would recommend is if you guys want to have one of the better views of Seattle, you got to go up. Is what's the five floors, four floors? How we, it's a six six stories six total. Story. What one in, one is the basement, so below ground, and then okay. five above, and yeah. four of the ones above ground are open to the customers the, the but I, I remember you took me up there that fifth floor it's absolutely gorgeous uh, yeah, look but that's there. it's also yeah. where my, my parents live though so like that's, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess you, can't go through. <laughs> you guys have like the little velvet ropes where it's like this part is not allowed <laughs> no, they have a door and everything like most people do on their homes it's oh, amazing okay, cool. no, no, they don't even have to limit themselves to a rope well, well, that's good. <laughs> so they don't have the open bedroom where they're on, they're on view, right? They have to be on yeah. the bedroom. They make their bed every day, let customers <laughs> roam through their home. It's great. That's cool. Well, I got to see it, I guess, before it was all put together, Bill. It's gorgeous up there. That's you know, I, I actually spent a bunch of the time during the pandemic when we, when we couldn't be open, making our old building look pretty inside, too. Yeah. So yeah. it's got nice floors and... Um, it doesn't feel like it was made in the eighties quite as much anymore. Yeah. Well, it's pretty, uh, that's, I mean, I would think they live kind of in like modern architecture really is kind of the way you guys did it. it, it yeah. I mean, we had Stuart Silk architects design yeah. A, a, yeah. a building that was kind of on brand for them. Uh, yeah. And it, it ended up a lot more modern than we would have done it on yeah. our own, but I'm really glad we did because they designed beautiful stuff. Yeah. It's Expensive cool. stuff, but, but, yeah. but beautiful. But okay. So you can't go up and uh, hang out with mom and dad at their, their house, but, but you can go over to that, that showroom. You know, it's kind of like, you guys are like the Disneyland of, of uh, a furniture showroom. It's amazing. And the way you laid it out, it's beautiful. I think that's a, quite the slight to Disneyland, but. Uh, well, <laughs> No, I don't think so. I, I was impressed, you know, both the old building and the new building. And you said you're remodeling the old one too, right? You're Yeah, I, little by little. I mean, I've got a, I've got a ways to go because I want to I want to do nice uh, kind of TNG ceiling uh, and okay. like raise it because it's got one of those drop ceilings with the acoustic tiles, and I think that looks less welcoming than I would prefer. So yeah. you know, eventually. I'll, I'll be but I like all the le levels in the older one. It's kind of nice with the stairs. You go into these different rooms. It's like you're in these catacombs. It's really kind of cool. Catacombs are a little dark for me. Maybe. Uh... <laughs> well, but it, I like it. It's very cool. So check them out over there. They're at uh, 300 Northeast 45th Street. Uh, and 324. And three, so we have, we have both 300 and 324. Yep. They're yeah. right next to each other. So uh, find a place to park and then head on in. Well, we, we have parking garages under both buildings. How, so. how many parking spaces? But you can't have that many parking spaces, do you? Hey, I think we've got a total of 16, okay. uh, including handicap spots. So, like, okay. but yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, when we come back, I, I got I want to talk just, we're going to talk with, uh, get into some uh, mattresses and mattress schooling. We actually, you know, Blake has been on with me for probably near a decade. We've talked about the school, but we're going to kind of be students today. And he's going to take us through as the professor of mattresses about what he teaches there. I do want to give you some facts before we end this segment. I did not, you know, I brought this up a few years ago and I was kind of looking through the past history of the shows. But some of the things to consider, guys, about sleeping and how important getting a good night's sleep is. Uh, on average, we sleep 24 years of our lifetime, which is that's pretty amazing if you're thinking about and you're spending that on a on a mattress. Okay. 
Our research shows that six and a half to seven and a half hours of sleep per night keeps us healthier, happier. If you're sleeping four hours or less, our brain has trouble refocusing. Uh, and that's due to fMRI studies, if you guys know all the tech behind that. So you do want to get a good night's sleep. And then one last thing for all you women out there. Women need more sleep than men, about 20 minutes more on average, because their brains are more complex. So big shout out to the women out there. <laughs> Us men, I guess, less complex, less sleep. We're all good. Without that peach. <laughs> this is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle News and Seattle's Talk. This is Pete with All Matters, Cairo Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle News, and Seattle's Talk. We're having a good discussion here with Blake Garfield. You want to check them out. Um, you want to go there. Uh, I'll give you their address here, so write it down. I'll give you their phone number. Go go check out their website, bedroomsandmore.com. That's bedroomsandmore.com. They have their phone number, their address up there, but it is 300 and 324 Northeast 45th Street. If you got a question, um, you can give them a call at 206-633-4494. That's 206-633-4494. You guys, I know a couple shows ago, several months ago, you, are you still doing like phone consultations? Will you do that on the phone? Yeah, I mean, we we, we kind of meet people where they are. Uh, some yeah. people just want to have no interaction, do everything online. They can do that. We have a lot of people who really want to come in and experience things and talk their way through what they're experiencing on a given bed and then say, yeah. you know, I like this, but I wish it were. And then some people who want to do it where they're able to ask the questions and narrow it down. And thank, thankfully with a lot of beds that we have, there's a lot more safety uh, when somebody chooses something because we have zippers on the beds so they can change the feel if they guess wrong. Um, so it, it Again, we meet people. What does where that mean? You have zippers on the bed so you can change the feel. What What does that mean? Oh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna soapbox. And I'll do it briefly. I guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so through through the history of the mattress industry, the life expectancy of beds has gone down just a ton in in my lifetime alone. Like if you went shopping for a mattress back in the 60s or 70s, you'd be looking at beds that were basic the coils with carpet pad on top and bottom and people get, you know, 20, 25, even 30 years out of that bed. And over the course of time, the life expectancy has dropped down to less than five years. Wow. That's how long people are keeping beds on average now, because there's no magic material that's not going to change over time. A lot of companies are using really lightweight foams so they can make them like roll packable or UPSable. And like, if you knew nothing, nothing else about beds, you'd buy them by the pound. Like the heavier that material is, the more durable it will be. Mm-hmm. And so they'll take these really lightweight materials and they'll, they'll get a divot, but they're all glued together. And all those layers being glued together means that that bed is only as durable as its least durable component. And it's oftentimes like a $20 piece of foam. And it's like, oh, sorry, you're, you're back shopping for another bed. And by the way, that mattress is probably going to go to the dump because 95% of them don't get recycled. Right. Even though 95% of the weight of that mattress is actually recyclable material. So because of that, like I, I, I feel like I'm kind of like saving the world one house at a time. I'm designing beds that don't 
have the layers all glued together so that, you know, worst case scenario, component fails, you replace the component. You're not replacing the whole bed, but you also have the situation where if you like, Oh, my body's changed. My needs are different. You can replace a component without having to replace the rest of the bed. And like you can, you can make it a lifetime mattress as a result. Like it's never going to go to a landfill. So like, what's a, an example, since we're talking about this question popped in my head, Blake is like, what's an example of changing a component? Like what component would you change? Yeah. So like, say your mattress has a spring system. Okay. That spring system is just a layer in a mattress. Now you can glue that to another layer. So like in a, in a cheap UPSable mattress, you might have a three inch piece of foam glued to a six inch coil system. It's in, inside of a cover and that mattress is yours. Mm-hmm. In my bed, you have that, you know, six inch coil system it might even be the same one. I like in this scenario, it doesn't matter. That's not likely to fail. It takes 2 million compressions for that heat tempered coil to get worn out. You're going to get good response. It's the least likely portion of a bed to fail if it's in it. You can get some that are even more durable. Like you use like raw vanadium steel like they use in skyscrapers. Right. It's, it's going to have 95% of its original response like three decades, four decades, 10 decades down the road. Yeah. It's, it's going to be permanent. But that foam, that, that's going to fail. You know, in the weight used in mattresses, which is like a 1.2 to a 2.2 pound density most of the time, that's going to break down about 20% every five years. So, so how, how does it, so you're talking about a, a, actually a permanent compression set the phone's going to take. How does it right. break down? What happens to it to cause like they, you, you'd know spray foam insulation, you spray it and it expands to fill the mold. You end up with these right. little bubbles and those bubbles are separated by cell walls. Those cell right. walls, the thinner they are. So the lighter weight, the foam is the more those bonds are going to break. It's going to get brittle. It's going to, it's going to collapse. And you're going to end up with that valley that people are accustomed to sleeping in when they've got this bed that's time it's time to replace. And so my thought is, why do you need to glue that cheap piece of foam to everything else? Yeah. It's to get you back in the market. It's because private equity firms own mattress companies, Sealy, Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic. That's one company. Yeah. Serta Simmons. It's one company. Right. One of those two owns like Tuft Needle and like, right. like they own the, the UPS. But then you have all these other ones like Casper, Purple Cow, all these other ones right. that are in the market. And, and their goal is to get you back in the market more quickly. Like they're not trying to sell you the last bed that you've ever got to buy. They control the market with just like two companies control more than 70% market share. Like you're going to go bouncing back and forth between them. So why make a long-lasting product? It propelled the mattress industry from being the third largest largest portion of the home furnishings industry to number one many times over. Wow. Just by shortening that buying cycle from up in the 20 to 30 years down to less than five. And when did that all start happening? It started uh, in the 90s. Um, the first company to do it was Simmons. They've changed hands like three times in the span of 10 years. And they're on the verge of bankruptcy. And they came up with this marketing plan. They said, you don't have to flip your mattress anymore. You benefit. You don't want to flip your mattress. And people thought, oh, crap. Simmons has cracked the code. They know what they've got figured out. Like, And this is long-held brand that people trust. Wow. But 
what they did is they cut off 25, 30% of their manufacturing cost and sold them for the same amount. So they looked wildly profitable. And then they turned around and resold the company, like laughing all the way to the bank as they went. And it, all these other private equity firms that were consolidating and buying up these mattress brands all followed suit. So I followed it. Yeah. The the last one to make that switch was Sealy Stearns and Foster back in 2003 was when they stopped making the the two-sided product uh for the broader market. They actually for a little while continued doing it for hospitality, but even them they're not getting wow. two-sided beds anymore. So are so are your at bedrooms and more then are all the mattresses you sell two-sided or do Yeah. You- I like I'm gonna I'm gonna soapbox all the way uh, to the end. Like, we're, we are no, we are, it's good. I'm glad you're explaining this to us. Yeah, well, it, statistically, people keep a bed that they can turn over three times as long on average. You can so like instead of you know the four, you're getting you know twelve, fifteen. As long as you're you know rotating and flipping, you, you're distributing the wear across the surface. Right. So you're breaking in the foams evenly. And even though the foams are breaking down, if they break down evenly, so like your mattress actually ends up thinner through the years because like where you're not sleeping on it is getting compressed at night underneath or all day, really, because you got the weight of the mattress compressing it on the bottom. And your mattress might end up going from 11 inches to 10 and a half inches, but it's still flat and the flat makes it comfortable. But if I do it where it has the zipper, which a lot of our beds now have the zippers and are two-sided, that means that even that cheap piece of foam, if we did put one in one of those beds, which we don't, but I will eventually have some cheaper options that have cheaper foams so that I can make it more attainable to even more people. Um, they can replace that or their body changes because they gained 20 pounds or lost 20 pounds right. and they need something that feels different. They can make it feel different easily um, without the big expense and without the waste. Because even though we recycle 100% of the mattresses that we take away from customers' homes, most stores aren't going to do that because they don't want to pay the extra bit. To right. do that. But right. like, I, I want to lead a sustainable organization. I want to have a company that that really is committed to making a difference. And so a better I'm, environment too, which is yeah. great. Now, before we go real quick, I want to ask you, how often should you flip your mattress if you have a two-side? What's the... I, I recommend either flipping or rotating every every season, um, but, you know, the, it, it depends on the Not mattress. Not that hard to do. No, <laughs> no. And, and we actually offer a service where we will come out and do it for people because I know that the physical nature of doing it, some people eventually can't yeah. do that anymore. So you got to account for that too. Yeah. We come back. Um, we're going to go through, uh, like I said, at the beginning of the show, we're going to have uh, Professor Garfield take us through his school here. I'm glad he talked to us about all these different things here in this segment. Uh, as you can tell, um, he's been in this business his whole life uh, since he was a little boy, and uh, he knows his stuff. You can check him out at bedroomsandmore.com or give him a call at 206-633-4494. That on Pete, this is all matters. Our 97.3 FM, Seattle News, and Seattle Talk. All right, we're back. This is B Matters, Cover Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle News. And Seattle's talk. We're having a great discussion here. Uh, we got uh, Blake on his bully pulpit this last segment. But 
You know, I'll tell you what, it's good to know the truth in any industry. We have different sponsors on the show that tell the truth. That's why I have them here. Blake's been with me a long time. And there is, I, it bothers me, you know, when money becomes the only primary or one of the only primary concerns over, you know, good quality. Um, that's what Bedrooms and More has. And also, I agree with Blake 100% is, uh, you, you know, we really should be a little more aware as consumers, not dumping things into the environment, uh, especially these short-lived mattresses that can't be recycled, right, Blake? I mean, it's they're just kind of stuck in the dump, aren't they? Well, I mean, the, the irony of it is, is that they can be recycled, but they're just simply not being recycled because yeah. it's labor-intensive and people... Mm-hmm you know, they're, they're environmental blind spots. Like you don't recognize the impact that your dollars can have at times. Um, and there's a, there's an element of ignorance is bliss. Like I, like I, I fully appreciate that. Like I, I had to do for, for my school stuff. Yeah. A, uh, a carbon footprint analysis for myself and then also for our company. And, Oh, like I, you know, I feel really good about a lot of the choices I make. You know, we got solar panels on the roof. We drive electric cars. Like we're doing all of these things. Yeah. But then they think about, well, I'm paying a mortgage payment. Well, how is the bank reinvesting the dollars that I'm spending to them? Like how, how is the school that my kids are going to impacting the environment? Cause I send my kids to a private school. Like you make these choices and you're like, ah, crap. Yeah. Like you're, you start getting bigger and bigger. And for people who are buying a mattress, man, I don't think about the environmental impact of a lot of the purchases I make. Like, w- what does that look like? And I feel guilty sometimes telling people, look, you know, if you buy a crappy mattress, it doesn't just stop with that single crappy mattress. Cause that's going to go to the landfill. That's mm-hmm. you know consumed this much. And how do you make a difference and where do you choose to draw your line? And I, I take a lot of pride in having products that are going to be recycled. I take a lot of pride in having things that have a longer life cycle. It last. Yeah. Right. Because, because that's meaningful to everybody. Because if you're having to buy something three times in the span that you could have just bought it once. Yeah. Particularly because we're not more expensive. Like we're, we're just longer lasting. No, you're longer lasting. And we've, we've talked about that. I mean, guys, here's the thing. We always talk about, you know, the initial cost versus cost of life, right? So if you're going through, you said, uh, use a minimum 15, maybe 20 years, right? Your mattress lives, you have to change these other ones every five. So you're, you're changing every three to four, three or four times. So I would think cost of life is actually more expensive for buying these cheaper mail order ones than buying it one time from you guys. Oh, I mean, many times over, particularly because like we're not more expensive than those ones anyway. Yeah. Uh, I mean, certainly I have them that get much more expensive than that. Like I have down payment on a house kind of mattresses too, uh, and and everything in between. Yeah. But like you, you have to, like you have to consider what the cost is to you. Uh, but then I'm also able to share that if you consider the cost to the environment, I win there too. Right. Uh, <laughs> so that's uh, good. So we're going to talk about school. I got uh, my other good buddy over here. We got Scott Boone. He's on the radio with us. Uh, he helps us out. He actually um, helps with a lot of the accounts. How you doing, Scott? Good, good. So we're going to go to school here. Um, Blake, you're a professor. So I've always sure. we've talked about this class that you do on Saturdays and things, and you kind of told me about it. But 
maybe take us through like what happens in the classes if we were students. Uh, so we, we do two versions of it. We do one that's in person. Um, and I have one of our staff do it. And then I do one on zoom. Um, and the, the way that it plays out, it's always, always the same. Um, I like to start with a little bit of context so people get how the mattress industry has gotten to where it is now. And if people understand that progression, a lot of this other stuff starts to really fall into place for them. And I I covered a fair bit of it with you about how private equity firms have really transformed the industry. And it laid the foundation for where we are now with people going into stores and saying, you know, I, I need a mattress and they would get sold this one-sided bed that had a 10-year warranty, but they're back replacing it in, you know, five years or less. After 10 years of doing that, they're like, well, why am I going to go to a store and be lied to? And that that meant that people would go online and these mattress companies that are saying, oh yeah, we'll roll pack the mattress, UPS it to you. If you don't like it, just return it. There's no skin off your teeth like if you don't like it. And what that ends up being is, you know, these mattresses that are so lightweight that, that even a king size can be compressed, folded, yeah. rolled, and fit into the UPS weight and size restrictions, that it's not very durable. Because if you knew nothing else about beds, you'd buy them by the pound. But there's this idea of empowerment that like, oh, well, I'm not going to this store and being lied to. In, instead, you're going online and you're falling mercy to whoever has the best marketing and who's willing to make the most outlandish claims about whatever. Uh, and so I, as the, I mean, do you hear that a lot from students? That's why they, they're, they're falling for these mail order ones because the, of the experience they've had in the past, like a used card salesman type experience or is coming to the mattress class. I actually, I tend to get people who have made the choice to kind of skip that step Okay, because they're the purpose of the class is to demystify the process. It's to take someone who is overwhelmed by all of the information, but also all of the misinformation and they can't make heads or tails of it. And in a no pressure, just kind of here's straight facts. Um, let them decide where the value is and cut through all of that so that they feel empowered to make a decision where their eyes are open. Okay. Um, the, the people who make it to our store uh, on their third mattress, because they are frustrated with those, that's a different person. They tend to skip the class and they're like, oh, they found our blog. They learned about mattresses independently. And then they wanted to make that purchase because a lot of people who buy mattresses online, they just want to skip the interaction because they've had such a bad experience going to a store and being sold something rather than being guided and helped. Uh, Because I view us as someone who can help people. I'm not trying to sell people things. I want to show them things and let them decide what suits them best without judgment, which is what the class is about. So how do you do So, okay. So you go through the history and then you, you you mentioned value, but how do you, how do you explain and educate value? So, okay. So I I talk about components. So I told you earlier, like the spring system is not likely to be the part of the bed that fails. Like I've seen six defective coil systems in 24 years working for my parents, you know, it's just, not what happens. If it does, it'll be replaced. It's one of those few unicorn things that actually a warranty is good for uh, because warranties on mattresses are borderline useless. Um, So there are pros and cons to different types of coil systems. So I want to talk about like how the individually wrapped 
coil is going to respond versus one where they're all linked together. Those interconnected coils are mm -hmm. going to have kind of more bounce, but you're also going to have a situation where uh, if you're laying in one spot, it's distributing that weight over a whole section of coils rather than it just being a single coil yeah. where it can contour much more. Is that because the coils are tied together where it does the distribution yeah. weight? So, so in some cases, there are about like a half dozen different types of coils that are really commonly used. But um, like Sealy back in the 90s with their posturepedic mattresses used a coil called a LuraFlex coil or, a, or an offset coil system. And that's where there are rows of coils that are all connected to each other with like a pigtail of wire to keep them all in alignment. Serta okay. uh, with their perfect sleeper mattresses at same era used a continuous coil where it was actually a single piece of metal that would be the coil that would go vertical. It would come over to the side and then go down and then it would go over up and down. And uh, it was just a single piece of metal, but they're all linked together. And functionally they did the same thing. Okay. Um, but Simmons made really famous with their bowling ball commercials, those, those, those yeah. individually wrapped coils, which have been around for over a hundred years, but like Simmons really, put them on the map in the U S with their marketing. Well, they educated people on it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's some real benefits to it. There's some challenges too, because you know, if you're heavier through the middle third of your body, which most people are like, that's where between your, your knees and your shoulder blades, that's where you're going to be the heaviest. Uh, if you have the same gauge of wire all the way from head to foot, you kind of feel like you're in a V and your hips are sitting lower. And so there are things that people need to take into consideration when they're selecting the coil system uh, and also the foams and fibers that you use in conjunction with that spring system are going to are gonna wear differently based on what that coil is doing because those coils that are all linked together are going to distribute weight more evenly across the bottom when you're wearing the top and you don't have to be as good with maintenance on that. And so I just want people to go into it with open eyes, understanding how those materials are going to wear, but also how the foams and fibers that they use with that are going to okay. wear. And the real key in the mattress class for people to understand value really falls into the foams part of the class because there are only two types of foams used in beds. They're broken into a bunch of little subcategories, but you either have plastic foam or rubber foam. Okay. And plastic foam is in most beds. Um, it can be processed. It's cheaper, that's why. <laughs> well, it's cheaper though. The, the, the gap is, is shrinking uh, as... As all of these pipeline things happen and uh, price increases on plastic foams are like they're getting stacked on one another. So yeah. like, the gap the gap is shrinking. But plastic foams can be like lightweight and hard, like think mm. styrofoam. It can be really lightweight and quite soft, like pillowy fiber soft. Um, or it can be heavy and hard or heavy and soft. And the real driver and durability on that is weight. Okay. And you know, if you have a heavyweight foam, like like a five pound density foam, which like when Tempur-Pedic was brand new, they used a really heavyweight foam. So it would be really, really durable. Yeah. Um, you know, they made it famous to those handprint commercials. Like that's a heavyweight foam. It would be pretty consistent over time because it's got really thick cell walls. Right. But in right. mattresses, those, have, those are basically non-existent at this point. Plastic foams are usually that 1.2 to 2.2 pound density that we talked about. And if you had a five inch block of foam over a five year span, you're going to have an inch of sag. Like wow. if you never rotated and never flipped it, you're going to have that inch of divot. And that's just the way plastic foams wear. That's not a bad thing. And it also doesn't mean you can't have a very durable mattress that has 
plastic foams in it. Yeah. It's just how do you manage the wear of those foams? So like you're rotating, you're flipping it over so that that yeah. weight is being evenly distributed across the entire bottom of the mattress. So it flattens that out while you're wearing the top. But so that, yeah, that's good. We we gotta cut for a break. This oh, guy, yeah, yeah, God, he uh, <laughs> he's winding me up. He's logging your encyclopedia and this stuff. It's awesome. Well, it's it's it, I get educated every time I listen to you. It's like I pick up something new over the years here. So Scott, I'm gonna when I come back, I'm gonna ask you which uh, type. I have a certain type of a, a mattress I like. I'm gonna ask you kind of what you sleep on too. We all have our preferences and choices. Uh, we know what from the previous show. We know what uh, what Blake's is. You can check him out at bedrooms and more. Dot com or give him a call at 206-633-4494. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News at Seattle's Home. Imagine you're at the wheel of a plug-in hybrid. No, imagine yourself in a plug-in hybrid BMW. Bingo. Imagine that this vehicle features dynamic performance with an all-electric range long enough for local trips. The BMW 330e X3, xDrive 30e, and X5 xDrive 45e plug-in hybrids. Range, power, and performance that you unplug to unleash. Visit family-owned BMW Northwest just off the freeway in Tacoma or BMWNorthwest.com. You may have heard about shockwave treatment for ED and how it goes beyond what pills can do on their own. But you should know that all wave therapy is not the same. Renaissance Wave Therapy from Revive Men's Health is superior because it's a breakthrough drug-free non-invasive treatment that painlessly addresses one of the causes of ED by improving and increasing circulation with focused wave therapy to deliver long-lasting results. Only Renaissance Wave Therapy is clinically proven and administered by Revive, a health and wellness center that has successfully treated tens of thousands of men. This month only, get $200 off your initial treatment. Call Revive Men's Health at 206-529-1111 for a personalized and confidential consultation that will help get you performing your best. That's 206-529-1111. For $200 off your initial treatment cost, call or visit revivemenshealth.com slash renaissance. Understand all the options available. Okay, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Cairo Radio 97, 3 FM. almost forgot the three there, Scott. But that's what happens when you get old. But I had to have a good night's sleep last night, so I am sharp today. But uh, 97, 3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk. So before we, I have a question, because I've, I've always wondered about this, and I'm going to ask Blake, Professor Blake about this. But before we do that, what kind of mattress do you sleep on, Scott? Well, um, I'm a... After hearing your conversations, um, I'm a little bit embarrassed to say that I, I was one of those guys that uh, had my mattress delivered uh, by UPS. Oh, okay. Well, you're telling <laughs> the truth. That's okay. And, and, but, but the problem, but, but the reason why I did that is because I walked into so many different mattress stores, and the second I walked in the door, they were on me. Yeah. And to the point where I just got kind of fed up with that and went online and ordered one that way. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Now that you're hanging out with Blake and I, yeah, the clock's ticking on that mattress. So when it's time to get it changed, go see these guys. Oh no, for sure, for their sure. Their prices are not high. They're right in line. They're competitive. 
But they got well, the, the good news for me is that it's not going to be very long before he's in the mat market. Again. <laughs> yeah, he'll be yeah. back. <laughs> That's like, true. Oh, and, and, and I, and a very important question is, what do I do with this mattress? How do I get it recycled? Because oh, um, I don't want it to do go that. to a landfill. We we do that for every bed that okay. we take away. Yeah. So like we, we don't charge extra for it. I mean, we've built it into the price. Like we, it cost me thirteen dollars per mattress to have it stripped down for all of the components to make it recycled. That's perfect. Um, yeah. But like the foams can be chipped and steam sanitized and made into things like carpet pad. Springs can be melted down and be made back into coils again. So it's it's a it's a really neat process and it, it can be very renewable if someone actually cares enough to do it so oh, that's very cool well for all you guys who are listening in addition to scott when you go buy your next mattress go to bedrooms and more they're up on 300 northeast 45th street so scott you can head over there when you're ready and <laughs> i'll be safe here on the recycle for you which is even better then you can feel good about that right which is which is good and you know what here's the thing let's be honest about this green movement as long as it's affordable, people will do it. So, you know, that's not that much money to get uh, to put out to say, hey, I don't, this is not going to the dump. It's not costing you an arm and a leg to get that done. So that's a good thing. Okay. I have a question for, oh, by the way, you guys want to know, I sleep on a, a high density foam one. I always have. I think you you know that. I, that's what I like. And then, uh, Blake, what's your favorite mattress? So I, I'm on a, an organic mattress. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm I'm pretty sensitive to plastic foams and the off-gassing that comes from them because I've been around new foams my whole life. Okay. Um, And I'm like the canary in the coal mine. Like the more you're exposed to some chemicals, just the more sensitive you are. Yeah. I I have an organic one. It's uh, all botanical latex. It's all latex? Yeah. And it's got a, well, it's got organic wool wrapped around the whole thing and it's got a, one of the zipper covers. And actually I had to take advantage of the zipper cover because I tore my rotator cuff bicep and labrum and I had to have shoulder surgery and I had to actually make my bed softer. And instead of having to get like some big fancy topper or something, I could just unzip my bed and I switched where some of the components were. So it was softer while I was recovering from surgery. And then afterward I was able to unzip it again and then put it back wow. the way you like That's it. Pretty cool. Um, but how, so yeah, but your wife got affected by that too, didn't she? No, no, because, uh, we we have a king size and we didn't agree to begin with. So her side of the bed is actually always been softer than my side of the bed. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. So like, That's cool. Didn't affect her at all. Other than that. I had to unmake the bed while I was yeah. doing it. Um, she was, you know, in tears, super upset that I was doing it all the long way. <laughs> you're tearing the bed apart. Yeah. Well, um, you know what? I have a suggestion for you. Since you're working on your backyard, you should plant some rubber trees back there. And then you can make uh, your own mattress. Too far from the <laughs> equator. I will. Yeah, yeah. It's a little cold in Seattle area. That's true. Yeah. Although I do have a lemon tree growing outside. Like, oh, cool. We grew, we grew from seed. So, like, we, like, took them when we were making lemonade and actually started growing a lemon tree. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, but it has to come inside during the winter. Yeah, I got it. Well, hey, now, speaking of cold, I want to ask you, this has always bugged me, because I believe it's not true, but you're going to, Professor Blake is going to tell us here. So I, I see all these commercials about these cool grooves on these mattresses, and, like, they have this certain high-tech design that takes the, the heat away from your body or the sweat. So could you please tell us the truth on that? Is that nonsense or is that real? Uh, well, it, it's, it's, uh, I can't say it on the air. It's not, it's not true. Um, okay. so, uh, <laughs> here's the thing. T- 
temperature is pun intended a hot topic in mattresses um and the origin of this i'm gonna, I'm gonna go back a ways yeah so Tempur-Pedic had an open cell phone and they were really good at marketing they came up with a really compelling visual and a good story and they know that if you have moisture or body oils make it to those cells that it fouls the foam and it will make it so you end up with a foam getting a depression more quickly. And so they would tell everybody, put a waterproof protector on your bed. So when they would sell someone a mattress, they were selling it with a waterproof protector. And sleep temperature is driven by moisture. People don't get that. They don't realize that everybody's going to perspire about a pint. So where that moisture goes when you're sleeping is going to drive whether you're feeling hot and sweaty or cold and clammy. And if you're on a waterproof protector or a non-breathable surface, like a plastic foam, there's nowhere for that moisture to go. And so it's trapped against your skin. You're getting hot. It's it's like a leather couch. You're just going to have the swings. And Sim, sorry, it was Serta, I guess. Serta came along with their eye comfort and said, oh, you like the idea of a Tempur-Pedic, but you're worried about sleeping hot. Well, we've added gel to it and it's not going to sleep hot. And they were trying to pull away market share from Tempur-Pedic. And it was a really successful marketing campaign. But what people don't realize is they took a non-breathable surface and made it even less breathable. Um, and for 40 minutes, it would function like right. a heat sink. Yeah. But once your body warmed it up, it actually slept even hotter still. And wow. so all of these different companies have clamored on to like selling things with gel or putting in cooling grooves when all people really need is breathable bedding. Like if you have a mattress pad that has lofted fiber, like our most popular product is a wool filled mattress pad because wool can hold a third of its weight in water without even feeling wet. So it'll wick that moisture away from your body, evaporates it away from your skin. And statistically, like there's a German sleep study done that shows that people who have a wool mattress pad and a wool comforter toss and turn 75% less. And it's because that moisture is getting wicked away from your body and evaporated away from your skin. It just reduces those swings that your body's going to go through in the course of the night. And so breathable bedding is transformative. And anybody who's trying to sell you the idea of a mattress being good for temperature regulation is lying to you. Wow. Because oh, good. You, I'm glad you're telling me the truth. I was wondering about that. Like, was that really true? <laughs> well, it, the only way you're getting temperature regulation from a mattress is if that moisture from your body is making it down into the mattress. Right. And if you have body moisture making it into a mattress, let me tell you, that's not hygienic. It's like that's wearing the same good, yeah. for a decade. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't yeah. wash the mattress. So you want to protect that bed with good breathable bedding. Got it. Um, One last question. I want to ask you here because we're going to run out of time, but I did want to cover the vice spring, the tufted. What yeah. is it about tufted and vice spring that makes it a high quality mattress? Okay. Uh, so, I said earlier, there's no magic mattress material that's not going to change over time. They're all going to compress. They're all going to wear. And it's just a matter of how long is it going to take to do it? Well, Vispring takes those coils that are raw vanadium steel, like the skyscraper steel. Like they're not going to fail in my lifetime. Like it's not going to go bad. So you take that spring and you compress it extra. So it's in this little fabric like sleeve, Mm -hmm. like that's holding it there but you compress it a little bit more by tufting. And so if you have a, 
we'll, we'll call it a six inch coil unit. And you piled a big wad of wool and cotton or horsetail or batting materials mm-hmm. on top. And you did the same thing on the bottom and it's all in a fabric cover. And maybe it would be like an 18 inch thick mattress if you hadn't yeah. you know, compressed those materials full, further. And then they put it in a big press and that press is like the size of the mattress and it pins it together like you're vacuum packing something. So it gets super, super thin. And then you put a fabric string basically through that with a tether on top and bottom. Mm -hmm. And that tether holds all that material down. So it's only, we'll call it eight inches thick. So you've got this eight inches thick, but you've taken, you know, 18 inches of material to make it eight inches. So that batting material has been compressed. The coils have been compressed. And as the batting materials compress further, it's limited by the tether, but the coils will expand to maintain tension on the fabric. And this would be so much easier if like people had a camera and could see what was going on right now. But but because they've accounted for the way those materials are going to wear, they don't get divots because the coils will just continuously expand to keep pressure against the fabric. So you never get a divot. And if you don't get a divot and it stays feeling even, there's not going to be a reason to replace it. And you you have these in your showroom. People can come check it out, right? Yeah. And then you don't have to deal with like my hand gestures that no one can (laughs) see uh, to actually understand what I'm trying to do. That's all good. We got to run, run out of time. I got one last quick question for you. Do you ever sleep on a waterbed? Yeah. Well, Well, look how how far you come. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Blake, it was was great having you on the show again. I really appreciate it, man. It's been a pleasure. Blake Garfield, Bedrooms and More. Go to bedroomsandmore.com. Check them out at 300 or 324 Northeast 45th Street. Just uh, down the street. With Adam Pete, this is Home Matters. Car Radio 97.3 FM. Seattle's Talk.